0: red eye all one word for 15 percent off your stay at motel6.com that's a great deal and that's just something i've noticed brought to you by motel 6
1: now it's red eye radio gary mcnamara and eric harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio.
2: All across America and around the planet, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Carley and I'm Gary McNamara. You had a great line about the private sector
0: landing on the moon. Breaking news. For the first time in history, the private sector is... 50 years behind the government.
2: <laughs> That's a good line.
0: <laughs> he
2: said it right before we went out on the air and I and I'm like okay I, that that can't be just a statement that I heard off the air. You got to hear that one on the air.
0: Well, it, 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 because it's the first thing when yesterday I was like yeah, but we yeah, but yeah, but we've done that. We've already You know, if, if, if the Elon Musk put a car in space, (laughs) remember that? Yes. It's still out there somewhere. (laughs) And I think the battery probably needs to be recharged by now, but it's floating somewhere in space. You know, if you're going to do something, uh, in the private sector, I don't know how innovative that is, by the way. It's certainly newsworthy or discussion worthy. But the private sector, I'm looking for them to go, uh, nope, we landed on Jupiter. (laughs) We didn't go with the moon. Everybody's done the moon. I liked
2: a meme I saw the other day. I'm paraphrasing it here, but. Uh, it was in the form of a question. Mm. And it showed people around candles. Mm. <laughs> mm. What did Democrats use before candles? Mm.
0: Mm. Electricity. <laughs> 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 no, it's... No, but seriously. Okay, so we've talked about how sometimes you'll see it. Uh, well, we have had fun with the whole... Wind-powered ship. Oh, it's called it's called a sailboat. <laughs> you know, and and my new invention, the solar-powered tanning bed. How's that going? It's it, going great. It, I have one in my backyard right now. Is it on Amazon yet? Not yet, but I, I do want to put it out there. I'm thinking about putting it on Facebook Marketplace, just putting a lawn chair up for sale. Solar powered tanning bed is the listing. And maybe an upcharge of only, I don't know, five dollars. I don't Well, what's your discla- you know? What's your disclaimer on it? Mm-hmm. What are the side effects? I don't need one. Sunburn? I don't need one. If you don't put it on, you'll get sued. It's Facebook Marketplace. <laughs>
2: Nobody sues Facebook Marketplace. Well, if you're
0: shopping on Facebook Marketplace you probably don't have money for a lawyer. So, <laughs> so it, it's, it's that mindset on the left, though, that, and I, I remember several years ago, this young people are discovering that they can take food that they made the night before <laughs> to work with them the following day kidding wow it's called leftovers and they can put it in a container and store it in their office in the refrigerator until it's ready it's called taking your lunch to work this money-saving tool is now the choice of many young people
1: (laughs)
2: We did that. My, I will say though, my favorite, one of my favorites. I won't say my favorite, but one of my favorites has to be the time that you and I. It was in our, I probably in our pre-show meeting when we were reading the article about the new technology of the wind-powered ship.
0: Yeah, what I mentioned a minute ago. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I mean that was yeah. Uh, yeah exactly. No, that has to be the one. That, that's
2: why I brought it up yeah, because yeah. You, you reminded me of that, and it was just uh, when it's, the enjoyment that we got out of that. You and I are looking at it, reading out it, looking at each other. New tech—I mean, there's new materials that they use. They're not using the same materials. I'm sure lightweight materials for the mass and everything else are are being used. And yeah, know, yeah. But when they're going the new technology, you
0: and I look at each other and go, it's "Well, it's a sailboat." We'll go back to the Pinewood Derby. <laughs> the gravity-powered vehicle. <laughs> right
2: well <laughs> right has a tough time going
0: uphill. Well, listen that's we're we're just solving one problem at a time here. but mm-hmm. downhill oh you're going infinity miles to the gallon. oh yeah yeah, it's
2: called coasting. Well, if I put wheels, maybe I'll confuse AOC with this one if I put really big wheels on the back of it, and small wheels on the front, is it going downhill all the time?
0: Yeah. Well, it would have to be. Otherwise it's not it's just not going. <laughs> it's sitting. The new stationary car. <laughs> <laughs> but those those are I mean honestly, you can apply it sounds oh, hey, I bought one of those stationary cars. You know, the kind of sits a, in front of your house because you can't do. afford to drive it. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Can, but look at it. Look at it. And um <laughs> <laughs> like I was always always intrigued by gliders. Right? hmm That idea. You know, how they're launched, you know, with the help of another plane. And and then you know, from there, okay, how far can it go? As Ron White said, well, probably all the way to the scene of the crash. <laughs> but I was always intrigued by that. Man, how, you know, what's the longest flight of a, of a glider? Never once did I think, hey, there's a new form of transportation. Because that's kind of, that's the leftist mind. You leave out all of, you know, the engineering principles. (laughs) And you just come up with this thought. Well, when they did that rendering of the wind powered ship. It's it's a sailboat.
2: Because it looked. More modern and sleek
0: and everything else, but the concept is the same. It had sails. Now, the sails were designed differently. So if you want to talk about, you know, improving the wheel, that's one thing. But you're not inventing a wheel. That's already been done. And But they often approach it like that. Like, well, if we just reintroduce it to this generation, they'll buy into it.
2: That's why I think I could convince. I think I could convince at least ten to fifteen percent of the people, of my idea for the wind-powered plane. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Yeah, and just have a propeller plane and just say, "See, Mm -hmm. this is a wind-powered plane. Mm -hmm. See the see the
0: turbines on the front.
2: See the turbines. Yeah, yeah. This powers itself. The wind turns the 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 blades, which you know generates the electricity." which then powers the plane. Mm-hmm. Now, everything I said there was a load of horse manure, but do you think I could convince 10 to 15? I'm telling you, I got a new goal in life. My new goal in life is to see how stupid and ignorant people are. Because I think I could convince 10 to 15% of the people that there's such a thing as a wind-powered plane.
0: for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. The next time you're on Interstate 80, stop in and see the folks at the Iowa 80 Truck Stop at Exit 284 in Walcott, Iowa. They're always open and ready to serve you. Enjoy a sit-down meal at the Iowa 80 Kitchen or grab a bite from one of their nine quick-serve restaurants. You'll love their clean restrooms, huge gift store, beautiful convenience store and of course the super truck showroom stocked with plenty of chrome lights and more while you're there don't forget to visit the iowa 80 trucking museum next door it's free the entire team at the iowa 80 is very excited to celebrate 60 years with you they look forward to being your home away from home for another 60 years sending you a giant thank you from iowa 80 the world's largest truck stop on I eighty exit two eighty four in Walcott, Iowa. Iowa, 80, Iowa 80. I believe there are so many trolls on like YouTube and now TikTok. I was telling you uh, off the air. Business Insider had this um, article about this couple on TikTok, and they're monetizing in big ways. And the the couple, man and wife, they're trolling. It's all of it is trolling, is, is trolling. It's, it's, it's all tongue in cheek, but they're getting legitimate responses. People, people thinking they're serious. And one of them was the mom saying, here's why we only give our kids a $20,000 budget for spending at Christmas. <laughs> and people are <were> like, <laughs> what? And then the husband does this. Oh, you know what? Whoa. Watch this. I love watching. I, I love walking barefoot. So he cuts the bottom of his shoes off. So the top of his shoes are still <laughs> on his feet. And now he's bare. And they're going, you just ruined a $150 <laughs> pair of shoes to walk bare feet. And they're going crazy. I'm convinced that's actually been good. Now they're more, in, in my opinion, you should have gotten that from how they present. But I think there have been people out there for a while on YouTube, on, on TikTok and, and, and Instagram that are putting out these videos, especially shorts, you know, where my wife and I watched this one guy and he was like, you know, if you do this and, and mix these two uh, fruits, look at the, the beautiful tomato plant you'll grow. And we wa- we're about halfway through the second video. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is garbage. (laughs) And he's got to be doing this to test how many people actually follow him and watch these videos. You know, if you just plan it here and do this, like it it was some kind of, you know, miracle or magic trick. And then he said, it, it was like, okay, here we are six weeks later. Yeah. No, you're not. And I'm. I firmly believe there are countless content providers out there that are just trolling to see how many views, because you don't have to have, you know, I know there are rules on each of them and they, you know, they can flag it and demonetize, but otherwise you really don't have to have any kind of truth standard. You can do satire all day. You can do, you could troll like that all day. And monetize that to no end if it caught on, you know, with with enough viewers. I didn't even think of
2: that. That could have been, if I was younger, I could have looked into that. If I was, you know, 18 years old, I could look do I want to go into radio? Is it going to be just podcasting? Well, how about
0: premeditated and calculated trolling? Oh, my gosh. The possibilities are endless. I mean, I honestly believe I could get away with the whole, hey, guys, a uh, brand new invention here. Here's my website, solar power tanning bed. Check it out, and then and then people would issue serious responses to that.
2: My wind powered
0: plane. Yeah, yeah. listen here, we have a wind. No, serious powered plane. Is- and walk. Do just do the walk around. Uh, it's a wind wind powered plane. Uh, the new company is. You know we're about to launch. We have patent pending on this. And this is when, and I mean, it would be relentless, the responses to that. And funny just reading the responses because people would just be up in arms, you know, just pretend for a moment that you're serious about it and then it's, it's on. And I, I firmly believe there have been those types of jokesters and, and trolls on YouTube and on other content sites For a long time because it's to me it comes off more as as obvious you know it's it's like okay this isn't real
2: and and i could put a picture of like of the one of the first passenger planes Mm -hmm. the dc3 you know yeah there you go exactly (laughs) right and say new modern plane and have one of the dc DC dc3s from like nineteen thirty-five, right? And <laughs> put it out there, and right. like, this Wind is the powered. new technology. Wind powered, yeah. And then, you know, well, why? Why is there? Why is part of the landing gear behind the tail? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the
0: new technology. Yes.
2: i yeah, we I've explained it somehow. I don't listen. Know.
0: There's a patent pending. I can't get into right. proprietary okay. right. things yes. here. Yes. Right. You know, and and just have now, fun with it.
2: Now, engineers would rip me apart. Well, or understand they would understand they would get it. They would get it. it yeah. They get the they'd critical
0: get the thinkers choice. would, I, I think would finally get it. But I thought about like, I watch a lot of the fishing channels on, on YouTube and they do what's called a catch and cook. You catch a fish and then you cook it up. Right. Well, I always w- wanted to do, or they can do a hunt and cook, you know, go hunting and cook something. I always wanted to do a, a hunt and cook video where I'm like stalking and there's some like chickens in the background. And then, of course, I end up buying some chicken at the sort. You don't see that part in the video. You just see this. All of a sudden, the screen goes dark, and you hear a lot of cartoonish type chicken noises. And all of a sudden, I'm cooking in the chick in the kitchen with the with the chicken, doing my own catch and cook. It's basically shop and cook. There, you know, you could, and there would be people legitimately, not just PETA, legitimately. Upset with that. <laughs> we we see the styrofoam container in the background. We, we went and bought that. It would be so much fun. It would be so much fun.
2: I just thought I actually have been. I was a great troller at one. I think I may have a career in this. Mm-hmm. I think I can retire and become a professional troller. Yeah. I'll tell you why That next. might be
0: that might be a lot of fun.
2: Eight six six ninety red eye. This morning's USDA Farm Report is brought to you by Howes Products. Tested. Trusted. Guaranteed. Since 1920. Considerations of court supply, demand, and price for this coming marketing year. Courtesy of USDA and economist Jake Villeman at this year's Ag Outlook Forum. In fact, supplies are projected at a record 17.2 billion bushels, at sharply higher carry-in, more than offsets lower production, which is forecast at 15 billion bushels, 2% below last year's record level. Corn use is forecasted higher than the previous marketing year, based on growth of domestic use and exports. Relatively firm global demand and lower U.S. prices are expected to spur exports 2% higher, to 2.2 billion bushels in 2024 25 However, stiff competition in the global marketplace, particularly from South America, will prevent further year-over-year growth. Ethanol use is expected to increase marginally this year. At the end of the year, this leaves us with a carryout of 2.5 billion bushels, the highest in 35 years. With the season-ending average price forecasted at $4.40 a bushel, down 40 cents year-over-year. i Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C.
0: This report brought to you by Senex Fuels and Lubes.
1: Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll-free at 866-90-RED-EYE.
2: It's Red Radio, he's Eric and I'm Gary McNamara. All right, actually, two times I, I was a troll. One time, and I cannot remember the context, but I remember it was a woman caller, and I, I don't remember what the topic was, but I said, you know, at the end of the call, I said, well, you're a fine homo sapien. hmm And she went nuts. I am not! I go, actually, you are. I am not! Hung up on me and called the owner of the station. Yeah. You know what your talk show host called me? He called me a homo sapien. Well, I did not get in any trouble for that. Yeah. For calling her a human being. <laughs> but that was, the other one was, and I've talked about it before, but it was just so dang funny. Mm. It was when somebody called the show once, and this had, I, I don't know, I don't even know what year it was, maybe 2003, 2004, and we were talking about uh, the, the Middle East. And a mm. guy called me, and he goes, you know, and we were talking about the UN and you know, something to do with the UN in the Middle East. And The guy says you don't know anything about the UN and how it actually operates or the leadership or whatever. And I said, sure, I do. And I said, started going through, you know, the uh, the uh, Secretary Generals of the UN. You know, I said, you know, when uh, uh, when you know Kofi Annan, I was the Secretary General at the time, and I brought you know him up. And I said, then you had, I said, before Boutros Brutros ghali and this happened when when uh, when you know at that point during that administration, then Kurt Waldheim, and then Utant. And I said, but really, the best U.S. Secretary General ever, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, was Jar Jar Binks. And and, uh, I said, and I went, and I just made up stuff as I went along. You know, Jar Jar Binks did this, and he's the one that pulled this plan together with the Israelis and uh, you know the Palestinians and everything else. And he agreed with me. He goes, yes, Jar Jar Binks was the best U.N secretary general ever and i just hung up that was it man i got all you need yeah i got responses for a month on that
1: Listening to Red Eye Radio from the Uniden America studios.
2: Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Hurley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. Yeah, I think in in polling, I think the the at least for me, the story of the week to be looking at in polling is just the interesting fact that Newsom, and this was the two polls that were done, both in uh, Nevada and North Carolina we talked about this yesterday Newsom is the uh, governor Newsom of California of the three you're talking Biden Harris or Newsom Newsom polls the lowest
0: yeah I mean,
2: polling under yeah polling under Harris i mean and 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 both in Nevada and North Carolina now again it's just two states but interesting just really interesting, and you and I wondering, is that why everybody's so low-key, why it's been low-key? Because they do all their internal polls that we never see. Right. And they're doing them consistently. And so there has been so much angst over the last couple of weeks coming from Democrats about Biden, including this one, a former Obama fundraiser told Fox Business that the Democratic Party should move on from President Biden while also taking issue with the major New York court ruling against former President Donald Trump. An Obama fundraiser, Miami-based, Miami Beach-based real estate developer Don Peebles, who remains good friends with Obama, said many Democrats were also led to believe Vice President Harris was to be the understudy of a transitional Biden to prime her to succeed him, but she has failed to impress. I think the Democratic Party should turn the page. President Biden was to be a transitional president. I haven't said it on Cavuto that I thought he would be president and Kamala Harris would be waiting in the wings, learning how to become president, People said. Uh, Peebles uh, said that instead Harris has disappointed many Within the party, including himself, well, when were you ever impressed by her? I have to ask this. I based on what? I mean, if you're you've come around to the right conclusion, but where in the hell was your head a few years back? Mm-hmm. When did anybody view her as somebody on the issues or in any type of debate? that had her head on clearly whoever thought that remember she was uh, she was the first one out wasn't she in the primaries
0: first week of december right. tw- of uh, 2019 yeah. and was screaming racism and, and remember what led up to that i mean her campaign was falling apart the money was gone it was uh it was horribly organized in fact it wasn't organized at all but the organization itself was just Crumbling and she was out. The Democratic Party rejected her first.
2: and Remember, and then it came out. Remember, she was saying it was mm-hmm. racism. Mm-hmm. We went, oh, okay, so what you're saying is what we've said. The Democratic Party, now, probably for different reasons. She's saying they're racist because they wouldn't support her. Uh, we've said because they practice identity politics. Yeah. For the last 30 years, very, very heavily. And that's where you judge people by the groups are in, not by individuals, which, as we all know, racism. Yep. But uh, people said that instead, Harris has disappointed many, including him, and that it is time for the entire ticket to step aside if Democrats want a chance to defeat Republican nominee Trump. I don't see how Biden can beat Trump, people said, if all that's if If all that's been thrown at the former president has been thrown at him and he is still leading in the polls, it's telling us something about that that Americans don't want this President Biden and this administration anymore and it's time for him to move on for the good of the country. People's a successful real estate developer like Trump also weighed in on the $355 million dollar punitive damages ruling by the new york state supreme court first a district judge against the former president people stressed his view has nothing to do with whether he likes trump personally but that on paper it strengthens the narrative that the empire state is a bad state to set up your business mm-hmm. it's another indication New York is not business friendly, said Peebles. He added that the ruling shows the legal system has been, quote, weaponized for political purposes, end of quote. Now, remember, this isn't just any ordinary Democrat. This is a huge fundraiser for Obama.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. it's so obvious and internal internally, you know, they're scrambling. But there is nothing they can do. And I, I really do believe that a lot of them are resigned right now to the fact that, all right, look, we can't save Biden. And if Trump wins, then let Trump inherit his mess. And whatever Trump does over those four years will erase all of that. Nobody, we're hoping no one will remember, and we'll come in in 28 and try again.
2: When I seen this article, he actually compared Trump to Martin Luther King, whom he said fell victim to a weaponized legal system also. People's maintained that if Trump is truly liable for the civil offenses he was found liable for, then there are untold numbers of other New York businessmen who have committed the same offense that has otherwise been considered victimless. No one else would have been sued for what Donald Trump was sued for with regards to his financial statements. His own lender, who they were submitted to, said they didn't rely upon them and that they would not have made a difference and they want to do business with him again, People said, referring to Deutsche Bank. Uh, People's concluded Trump will be successful in winning a reversal – Upon appeal and reiterated, the law must be applied equally even if the defendant is viewed unfavorably by the public or public officials. Not to say I don't like Donald Trump, but I'm saying that for political purposes, we cannot use our system for that purpose, he said, which is true.
0: Well, because inevitably, then it's going to get down to that being the case on both sides over and over again. They know there's no way for this to, you know, go away if they keep if if they were to keep this up, that eventually on the right, the, the right will come back and use their powers. You know, Trump has said recently, we talked about it earlier this week, his idea of revenge is going in and doing the job and correcting everything that's wrong, fixing the problems. That's his idea of revenge. Well, you also have to consider the future isn't just about Trump. If you're on the left, well, this could happen to you. So if a judge just on a whim wants to take Trump off of the ballot, well, then... In a red state, they can do the same with with anybody on the left, and they have to know this. They do. It's whether or not they act on it.
2: This is a story that really gets to me, though. I mean, it's just it's just like you just shake your head and go, "Wow." Biden's here's a headline from Breitbart: Biden's team is signaling a more aggressive posture towards the press. Hmm. And they talk about the fact that they went after the New York Times. And the White House objects to the framing of stories. The letter from Ian Sam's, we had talked about this earlier, the spokesperson for the White House Counsel's Office suggests that reporters improperly frame stories about the February 8th release of Special Counsel Robert Hur's report. And some of the analysis is, which, of course, was untrue. They didn't. Right. They didn't. But what i found interesting is they now feel there's a feeling in there because they went after the new york times this week too for a couple of stories on his age and things like that that they believe that well the look the media is always a good foil so what you're saying is <laughs> biden attacking the liberal press who has been easier on this president than any other president in my lifetime, running cover for him, putting up walls, not asking the right questions, that if they at all do anything that is viewed as not favorable to the president, if they are not political activists, if they forget that they are political activists that must support the narrative of the White House, and they happen to even ask a question, Mm mm-hmm. That we're going to get more aggressive with them. Well, if you, how do you get more aggressive? Do you allow yourself to answer more questions, and then get more aggressive,
0: or do you just go back to answering nothing? Yeah. What's taking more, no questions.
2: What, what what is this going to be made up of? Just uh, sending letters that the the White House press corps sends back to you, and you know sends you back a letter saying, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And then the whole behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. And I thought the most interesting thing this week is how they're trying to bring back the Russia Russia collusion hoax 2.0, we call it. I find that fascinating in a in a way because they used race for such a long time. Mm. And they still use race today. You know, they say the other Biden did it. Biden did it just uh, yesterday. Yeah. Sure. That I knew racist. I knew these segregationists the Republicans are way worse. Excuse me, you're number 1. You 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 could be the number 1 <laughs> racist leader in the United States just from what you said about the Georgia election law itself in order to create hatred based on your lie, President Biden, you lied about the Georgia election law. It had nothing to do with Jim Crow. Right. You lied. Hoping that blacks would hate whites because whites were bringing Jim Crow back again, or Republicans were bringing, Republican racists were bringing Jim Crow back again, because mm. that's what he called it. Yeah, yeah, and he lied about it. Yep, and this is what Republicans have to hit back. What are you talking about? Here's what this president did. Here, talk about practicing identity politics. You could have a field day. Did they touch him yesterday on that? nope nope
0: nope nope he's gonna get tough with the liberal media Gary
2: I mean again though it might be you, you are you at the time now do the polls show that Republicans should just shut up and not get involved don't get sidetracked that Biden is so bad that he's self-destructing on his own I,
0: I that's, mean that's what I would do
2: when, when when you look when you look at the polls right now when you look at the the the, the polling out there, it it now this is just a week old from the number of polls that were out this week, but if RFK Junior. stays in, he pulls from Biden, right? And Trump is winning anyway in every right. single uh, battleground state. Trump is winning, mm-hmm. and Biden's numbers are slowly going down. And then you see that Newsom. Newsom is the that's the other surprise is that Newsom uh, polls worse for the Democrats than
0: anybody else. Yep, out of anyone. Worse you, than Kamala Harris. Yep. Wow. Seven points less
2: than Kamala that's, Harris. That's unreal. Well, th- is that why Democrats are so fried right now? They realize we can't go to Newsom. If you can't, if you can't go with Biden, maybe that's why Bill Ackman, you know, who's the the uh, liberal that that the billionaire who mm. went after Harvard and everything else, yeah. But is against what Harvard is doing, and he's not an anti Semite. Maybe that's why he talked about Dean Phillips as a shot at winning. You and I I think we're listening to it yesterday going, What is he delusional? Yeah, what? But is that the case? Look, he's the only guy that you got left. Nobody else can poll. Even Newsom can't. Because if Newsom can, if Newsom can't win, what other Democrat can win right now?
0: Honestly, I don't know. This late in the game? You just let Trump take it and hope that the, the GOP messes it up yeah. over the next four years and you try and come back in 28.
2: I wonder what Manchin's internal poll showed.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine anything positive.
2: 866
1: mm. red We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara.
2: It's Frontline Radio. He's Eric Carlin, and I'm Gary McNamara. What in the world? That Catherine Herridge story out there, the uh, reporter from CBS who was let go, maybe even fired. Now we thought it was part of a layoff, but CBS confiscated all of her records that she had, all of her confidential records and everything else that never happens to a reporter. I mean, everyone, right. even the liberal reporters, are going, "What the heck is going on here?" Uh, you know, she was working on a ton of stories, including Hunter Biden stories. Mm-hmm. And so the conspiracy theories now are flying all over the place. Is CBS going to give this to the FBI so they can go after Catherine Herridge's sources?
0: It's a great one, question. One of the and because
2: why do you grab them? What why, is
0: the reason? Why else would CBS feel like they needed to have them?
1: This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One.
2: Every story eventually comes to an end. This June, hear the final episode of season two of the hit podcast series, In the Red Clay, Durham. In the Red Clay tells the unbelievable true story of Billy Sunday Burt, the most dangerous man in Georgia history, in the podcast that people are calling riveting, incredibly moving, captivating, and addicting. Binge seasons one and two of In the Red Clay Now, wherever you listen. Hey guys, welcome to the Candy Valentino Show. I'm Candy Valentino. I was a founder before I could legally order a drink. And for more than two and a half decades, I've built, scaled, acquired, and exited multiple businesses in diverse industries. Now my goal is to help you by sharing the knowledge that I've learned, the mistakes that I've made, and the wisdom that I've developed over my journey. Bi-weekly episodes every Monday and Thursday.
0: The Candy Valentino Show, wherever you listen.